I believe in inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World Podcast. And this is another special episode, literally live from Puerto Rico. Man, I am in my hotel room, like as we speak. So if you all do hear noises, it's probably from my neighbors or in the hallway, or maybe just the ocean from this beautiful balcony that we have. Um, y'all already know. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Vales World Podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, and or want to sponsor an upcoming episode, feel free to contact us at Vales World Podcast at LDMonger.com. So this show is going to be short, simple, and sweet. And just talk about my first time in Puerto Rico. Again, I am literally live in Puerto Rico as we speak from my hotel room. So yeah, man, I, um, you know, this year I really wanted to step out the country. Although Puerto Rico is still in the United States, it's still great to just, you know, explore and be out of the 50 States, I guess. So initially supposed to go to Denver. Uh, (laughs) then I wanted to go to Denver and I wanted to go to Phoenix, and I wanted to go to San Francisco. And price-wise, it was like, hmm, all this stuff around the same price. Um, I got an email from Southwest that was talking about Puerto Rico tickets, and it was cheap. So, like, getting here was, like, I think $80, and but then the ticket to, like, get back was, like, 150 So, like, hmm, it's a win-win for me. The price was pretty much the same as it was to fly from Orlando to San Francisco or Denver and things of that nature. I'm like, hey, might as well, man. This year I really want to invest in experiences and things of that nature. Uh, last year was really just getting my finances together. And since I've done that, I'm making sure that I I continue to stay aligned on my goals. So being intentional with everything that I do, all my decisions uh, as it pertains to money, as it pertains to experiences, as it pertains to anything, I really want to be intentional. So one of my goals was to travel outside of the country. And Southwest, you know, only travel to most of the southern regions as well as Jamaica. So I looked up flights and this was also one of the only places that you can go right now. There's a lot of places that have travel restrictions that's worse than um, Puerto Rico. So it made sense. Accomplishing goals and knocking them out one by one. So when we decided to come... Got nervous because of all of the requirements and things of that nature. And they really turned up the restrictions out there in my Cancun trip. Uh, so got my COVID, you know, test. Got my results in Tuesday, Wednesday. And they were good. You had to have your results from 24 to 72 hours of the flight and or do a COVID test, uh, rapid test at the airport. And I just didn't have time for that. So I done all of those things, um, got the results, 
Friday morning, had a 7.55 flight, uh, was in an Uber by, I think, I think I left at like, I think we got to the airport around 6.30. Uh, so it was an early morning. Um, the flight was good, went to sleep as usual. Now that there's no snacks, no real snacks or no juice, I can't get my apple cranberry. <laughs> um, I just sleep throughout the whole flight. I'm not going to stay up for ice and water. And like Southwest, they really have to do better with these snacks. Like the pretzels and like, it's horrible. Like, ugh. One lady woke me up one time on one of my flights and just to give me that. And I was just so annoyed. So Southwest, if y'all hear this, you know, one of your your um, shareholders, <laughs> stockholders, I don't mess with them snacks, man. Get something a little sweeter. So, you know, bring the cookies back. <laughs> Cause this is not it, but I went went to sleep on a flight. Uh, came in, uh, went to baggage claim, things of that. It was a very smooth trip. Thank God I did my declaration form um, prior to, so I had my link for that. As soon as we came, scanned, went straight to the enterprise that was across the street uh, from baggage claim, and they had a lot of great options. So with Cancun, y'all remember I was saying like the options were like trash. Like I, man. I don't think I shared the pictures with you all, but the pictures I had, man, little beat up little car. Like they had so many compact beat up cars and I, I had a, um, ah, what's the car? It's a Chevy. Um, ah, I was a Chevy. I think it was a Cavalier. And it was, somebody got in a car accident. They still rented this car to me. I took all the pictures, made all the videos, and made sure that it was all on the paper, um, the expect, inspection paper, because I did not want to get charged for that. And it was, you know, it, it was different. So coming here, um, it was crazy. Their mid-size SUVs were also, you know, like actually cheaper than their cars. Uh, so we had, you know, a nice little SUV, was able to get around. It was cool. It was, it was, it was nice. It was straight. Um, the first day, which I, I honestly you know contribute most of this to just coming early. The first day was the best first day that I ever had anyway. Usually first days for me is getting settled, getting some food, getting a drink, go to sleep, you know, rest good and get at it Saturday or get at it the next day. Uh, but this particular day, this Friday, this first day, oh, man, we um, ate, drank. Then we had to drive an hour and a half away um, to go kayaking. So it was like a glow-in-the-dark uh, kayaking experience. So we had to paddle a mile and a half. And then we went to, we paddled through a canal to a lagoon. And the lagoon had these, it was like a bio something. It was like these plantain um, that glow. So when they... When they strike fear, they glow, and that's their defense mechanism. So what happens is if a fish uh, tries to eat them because they are the, I mean, they don't protect themselves. They just glow. That's their sense of protection. Uh, if a fish try to eat them, they glow and swarm, so it's a lot. And they glow, and if they glow, they start reflecting, and then the fish becomes prey for even bigger fish because now they are spotted in the dark ocean which or lagoon or whatever riverside that they're in, whatever, you know, type of water that they're in. So that was amazing to know that and just see it. Uh, we went to the middle of the lagoon and did a lot of splashing. Then, you know, cause of course the ripples 
strike fear and it strikes their defense mechanism. So you splash in the water and then it, they get to glowing and then you can splash them inside of the kayak and they like little, little glowing little speckles <laughs> going on your lap and then you can't see it after that. So that was pretty dope. So that's about three miles because it was a mile and a half there and a mile and a half back. But we were actually going towards uh, the channel and then we was going from. So when we was going downstream, it was a lot easier. Uh, we was moving a lot faster as well. So that was pretty dope. And then we drove back again. Uh, then it was actually shorter on the way back. So it was about an hour drive back. And we stopped at a food truck on the side of the road. And then there was another guy, he was making pinchos, which is chicken on a stick. And some 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 garlic bread. The garlic bread was fire. The pinchos, uh, like being from, you know, the hood, being just black, like we do stuff different with our food. Like we season the meat before we just throw it on a grill. And and his meat literally just tastes like they just threw it on a grill. Then he put the barbecue sauce on it. And that's what it tastes like. It tastes like chicken with barbecue sauce. It didn't really have any extravagant flavor. And the, um, the, but the garlic bread had all the butter, all the garlic. It was so good. Best one-two punch. And the food truck, what did I get from the food truck? I got a beef taco and some french fries. The beef taco was nothing to, like, nothing that stood out. The french fries, again, was just potatoes and grease. Like, no season, no nothing. And, you know, a lot of that just come from my upbringing, you know, being with my mom, being with my grandparents, being in, you know, the community that I was in. Like, we put season on food before it's cooked, um, while it's cooking in some cases, and then after it's cooking. So just the, the, the taste difference, that kind of threw me off. Um, so the, the first go-around was a dud as it <laughs> pertains to the food. But then we got back to the room and just crashed. So... And, I wanted to go to the Bacardi Museum, but the Bacardi Museum was, it was booked. Every, a lot of places and activities in Puerto Rico right now have been extremely booked, mainly because of the restrictions and the, the capacity that most of the businesses can have. But also, I feel like a lot of people were just in Puerto Rico this weekend. Uh, it's the weekend after Valentine's Day, so I guess it makes sense. Very, and it's on, one of the only countries, I mean, well, you know, I don't know if you want to say country, because still in the U.S., but it's one of the only, you know, places that's kind of open uh, with restrictions. So that was, that was interesting. Oh, Friday, I also, you know, also went to the castle. So stumbled across the castle. Uh, so we went to one of the castles. It was dope. Nice experience just seeing how the castle was created as a defensive um, hub and how it oversees uh, the Atlantic Ocean and things of that nature. So that was that was dope. And just knowing like and traveling through the castle and seeing all these different ways of going in and out of rooms and in and out of the castle, all these different passages. That was that was dope. I can tell you that and it was a second castle. We just didn't have time to get. and I. I think the first day we ate at, it was a restaurant at the Marriott uh, Resort, and it was good as well. I had drunk some tequila and, and rum and, and all of that, learning more about the culture as well. Everyone that speaks Spanish doesn't necessarily drink tequila, and knowing that some places are more rum-friendly than others. 
that that's been crazy. And of course, Bacardi is here, so it's only right for them to be the rum, Bacardi and rum capital. Uh, so that was dope. Friday, that happened. Saturday, what I do Saturday? Nothing really, you know, I didn't come on this trip with a lot of plans. I was like, you know, we'll figure it out when we get there. Uh, so Friday, we walked down old San Juan, and we was looking for the second castle that we never found. Um, I was walking down old San Juan, and that was tiring within itself. Went by the Puerto Rico sign, the I Love PR sign, uh, seen one of the U.S. Coastal Guard ships. That was dope. That, that thing was big, man. Uh, they had a polo store. Y'all know me, polo down from hat down, wear hats, but socks to my drawers to everything else. So I stepped in there and uh, I'm just saying I saved $200. I'll tell you what I spent, but I'll tell you this, I saved $200. So I was quite satisfied with that um, shopping tip. And then we went to, then we went downtown. So like, it's crazy. Yes, we did a lot of walking and that was the day. But then we went downtown. Ah, oh, man. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot of people just walking. It reminded me of any other popular strip from, you know, South Beach to Wynwood to St. Louis, you know, Loop to Washington Ave in St. Louis to Church Street, downtown areas of of Orlando to Ebor, like just a lot of people just walking up and down, getting food, getting drinks, things of that nature. And although Puerto Rico like closes at 11 p.m., it just made people turn up and do things earlier. <laughs> like people were like outside at like eight o'clock, just walking and doing all these things. So that was beautiful to see. And as we were driving to this particular uh, place, so the restaurant that we was going to, the sushi spot that we were going to, uh, they had a line that was like. 30 people long and they didn't necessarily take numbers for a waiting list. It was like, yeah, the waiting list is aligned. So we ended up walking to another sushi spot down the street. But as we were again, sorry for the noise. I told you I'm literally in the hotel and it's a family. They've been going in for a minute. Um, but as we were driving down, I seen a Martin Luther King sign and that really stuck out to me. But even down some more, we were driving. I just happened to like read the letters as I was riding. Like, hold on, this say Black Lives Matter, and we rolled down the street uh, with the Black Lives Matter um, paint on on the on the ground, and it's still there. It was it was amazing being all the way in Puerto Rico and being able to see that, seeing Martin Luther King, seeing Black Lives Matter, and it was it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful for me. It really stuck out. Um, what else happened? Sunday. Sunday was a full day. So Sunday, we actually found something to do. Uh, ATV in early in the morning. It was like from 9 to 11, which ended up being 9.30 to like 12. Ah, oh, man, it was, man, look, it was fun. I, I did get in trouble. So I got in trouble. So I'm the type of person, if I'm going to be on ATV, I want to get dirty and messy and stuff. So when I was seeing all of the dirt, I drive towards the dirt, the mud, the puddles, and things of that nature. Like, my shoes are hor horrible. Um, I was driving to the mud and doing all that, and apparently that wasn't okay. So I, we had one tour guide that wasn't our tour guide. He was like, thumbs up. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second tour guy, he was like, no, 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 and ended up snitching on me. So I kind of got us in trouble. Uh, so that, that sucked. Uh, so our tour guide updated me, and it was like, yeah, you know, can't do that, or at least don't get caught doing it. 
And yeah, that was cool. Then we was there for like two hours uh, between the ATV and the horse back uh, riding. So we had some more pink shows, and these pink shows were actually good. They had a little seasoning, and Poppy did it nice. And we had uh, I had a shot of moonshine. Ooh, and that moonshine, it hit that little shot. I'm glad it's only a shot. Had a shot of Hennessy, and I had a mango margarita. And then we walked for like 30, 45 minutes in the, in the, the state. Wasn't supposed to, um, but we definitely did. Did our own little hike and got back to where we needed to be in time. Um, right that time we got back horseback riding my first time ever horseback riding and I tell y'all this it was definitely an experience not only did I learn how to ride a horse I also learned how to fall off a horse uh, I think this was one of the most graceful falls ever in life I was looking at you know rodeo I stay in Kissimmee uh, uh, St. Cloud areas a lot of horses and things of that nature took a picture of a lot of horses uh, one of the things that I remember is just teaching people how to fall off a horse and my horse so let me tell you this so I'm on a horse I was supposed to be in the back of the line my horse is hard headed uh, and it's easy the best way to steer a horse is just to pretty much allow it to do what the hell it's doing like don't go against it and my horse was a following horse so anytime our instructor left, my horse just followed. Like, and if I was trying to stop him, he wouldn't stop. He is just like, he, <laughs> I can make him go left and right, go on the left side or the right side of the road. But as far as stopping, if the lead horse with my instructor on it didn't stop, he didn't stop. Uh, so he was telling me, like my instructor was telling me to stop the horse so I can get back at the end. And that wasn't happening. So I stopped the horse. I was trying to bag him back, but my horse was a following horse. So anytime the first horse moved in front of him, he was just going. So he ended up making a a turn. And when he made a turn, he moved with his hips and kind of whipped me off. And then the lead horse was going as he was turning. So that made him kind of buckle, you know, got up a, a little more and faster. So it was a nice turn, whip off, and then he was going to catch up. And as he was catching up, when he whipped me off, I linked to the side, and I was on the side. So instinctively, you know, with all the knowledge I had, it was like, okay, cool. How low can I get to the ground before I let go? And by the grace of God, everything worked out perfectly fine. I'm not hurt. My my butt hurt a little bit <laughs> uh, where I landed because that was the safest spot on the body to land, but no head injuries, nothing wrong with my arm. I had a little scuff, uh, but that was it. I've been through worse. Um, I got low as I possibly can, let go. Then the horse you know, kept moving. It's quite interesting. We finished, I think it was like 30 minutes in the ride, so we finished the other hour and a half, and it was cool. We ended up going to Ether. I think I pronounced that right, Ether Lounge. Uh, it's a sky bar. And went there, had some great food. I had a surfing turf. When I say the rice and cheese or whatever it was with the with the the filet mignon with the shrimp, man, oh, it was wonderful. It was it was good. The drinks were good. I just had a a um, French Connect with Hennessy. I would have asked for Duce if they had it, but I feel like being too complicated, so I just kept it simple with Hennessy. And if y'all know what a French Connect is, that's Hennessy and Grand Marnier. Uh, great little taste, great little buzz to it. Alcohol on alcohol, and. That was that night. 
the view is amazing. Got the the blue water, got the the breeze. Very peaceful, very relaxing. So I slept good last night. This morning I woke up and ran. Y'all know I run everywhere I go. I got six more and then four more places to run before the year is over. So already knocking out all those goals. Uh run wasn't wasn't easy at all. I was running towards the wind. Oh my God, running downwind is horrible. So the wind is just blowing me all in my face. I feel like I'm going back. So I had to truckle a little more, a little harder just to get through. So it was good. I made it and um showered. Now spending these last couple hours with just getting food, make sure I pack, uh, give you all this podcast live from Puerto Rico. Man, if you all ever been to Puerto Rico um, and have some experiences you would like to share, feel free to hit your boy up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Bell's World Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Lavelle D. Munger. Thank you all for tuning in. Man, stay blessed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Vales World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.